Welcome to the Help Club for Moms podcast. Each week we offer biblical encouragement and practical ideas to help you know the love of Jesus Christ more deeply and become the woman, wife, and mother you were created to be. We're so glad you're here. It's going to be a great day. Hello, everyone. My name is Deb, and I'm super excited to be here with you guys today. This is teaching session three of the Wise Woman Grows book. And what we're talking about today is your time, the first two weeks of the Lent Bible study in the Wise Woman Grows book. And we call it Walking with John. And it's so good, you guys. It's so good. Even if you're not Catholic, we're not Catholic here necessarily at Help Club. We're all different faiths, all denominations. But we believe that it's so good to turn your heart to the Lord during the 40 days of Lent. And then you're ready for Resurrection Sunday and your heart will just, uh, my heart bursts on Easter Sunday. I love it so much because I have taken a little bit of extra time during Lent to focus on the Lord. And in our Lent study, we have something that we're doing right now and it's called Walking with John. And it's so good. And what we're doing is we are reading through the first 21 chapters in the book of John, the first 21 chapters in the book of John. In this book, The Wise Woman Grows, you can also do it if you just want to do it and use your phone. You can go to the YouVersion Bible app and look up Help Club for Moms Walking with John, and we have a plan there that's the exact same plan. But if you have our book, you have all of our printables, you have all of our mom tips. But I want to talk to you guys a little bit about, um, just to kind of go a little deeper into your study of Lent and uh, to talk to you a little bit about it. But before I forget, I want to make sure that you print out, <laughs> because you bought a book, you get access to myhelpclubformoms.com and you enter in your email and you get access to all of our free printables. And right now we have a fantastic one for this, this time period, and it's teaching children what Lent is and also setting up a Lent prayer station in your home. And my copy, I ran out of ink, but creating a Lent prayer station in your home. And it's just a great way to teach your kids that it's important to remember Jesus during Lent and that we're going through the 40 days before Resurrection Sunday, and we're going to think a little bit more about Jesus than we usually would in our normal everyday life. And so it's good to teach your kids, but it's step-by-steps and you can get that because you bought a book, you get all of our principles for free. They're organized in one place at myhelpclubformoms.com. Okay. And then the other announcement that I have, don't forget you guys, we have our Wise Woman Gathering Retreat and it's coming up on June 11th and it's in, uh, you're going to fly into either Denver, Colorado or Colorado Springs, Colorado. And it's phenomenal. We call them encounter retreats because we pray that you will encounter God when you come. We are praying for our moms to encounter the Lord. Guys, God knows what you're going through. He knows that you probably had a hard couple of years with everything that's been happening and he has the answers for you and he loves you and he wants to meet with you. And so come to the Wise Women Gathering. And if you're coming from out of state, out of town, then you get to come to a special dinner with me and my team on Friday night before the retreat. And we pray for the retreat. We worship together. It is phenomenal. So be sure to check that out. The link will be in this post. All right. So today, you guys, I really, really wanted to highlight a couple of things. I want to highlight the mom tips. Don't forget about the mom tips in your study. And the one I want to highlight is on page 84. And I really, really love this one. It's under the wise woman loves her husband. 
and it says, happily greet your husband as he walks in the door from work every day this week. Give him a few minutes to collect his thoughts and leave the workday behind before asking him to help you with the house or the children. Now, I know a lot of people are working from home. You might be working too. Uh, and if your husband is working from home and you're working from home, I think it's actually a good thing to schedule, if you guys can, to schedule a stop time. And maybe in that stop time, you go up and give each other a hug and a kiss and you say, welcome to, you know, welcome home or whatever it is. It might be a little silly, but, um, but just to make sure that your husband knows that he matters to you. And by showing that respect to your husband and letting your children see you respect your husband that way, I'm telling you guys, you will get a thousand fold blessing and increase because you chose to respect your husband and to honor him in your home as your kids were growing up. We did that by the grace of God. And I'm telling you guys, my kids did not backtalk my husband. And I know that it's common uh, for that when kids are teenagers, but by the grace of God, my kids, they really value their dad. Um, I really should tried to, by praying and um, trying to really ask God to help me to show respect to my husband because it talks about it in the word of God. It says the wife must see to it that she respects her husband. And it doesn't say if they deserve it. So that's a hard one. I'm not talking about abuse at all. I'm just talking about, you know, we are commanded that we're supposed to respect our husbands. And so ask the Lord to show you how to do it. All right. In a way that your husband will feel loved. You have a different husband than my husband. And so all of our husbands feel loved different ways. But the main thing is, is that you ask God to show you how to love your husband, respect him and to be a good example in your home of respecting their dad. All right. I wanted to bring up that mom tip. Don't forget to do your mom tips. They're so important. Okay. I want to talk to you something about something very important today. So my children, my daughter and my son-in-law, they went to Egypt on a mission trip and we had our grandkids for about two and a half weeks. And I always say that my grandchildren are honestly the best thing that's ever happened to help club for moms because it helps me to remember how hard it is as a busy mom. It helps me to remember how busy you are and how overwhelmed you are. And I feel like my voice is a little bit more clear. I feel like my messages are a little bit more poignant and I'm thanking God for my grandkids. But there was a point when I had my grandkids that I was drowning and I just, I was having trouble with my granddaughter just a little bit. I think she was tired. She was off her schedule. And I was in my closet, you guys, on my hands and knees. And I was begging God to help me. And I'm telling you guys, he will help you with your kids. He loves it when you ask him for help. I called my friend Linda and we, and I said, I need prayer. And guys, when you are going through a hard time, especially call a friend, call your prayer partner. That's why we say pray with a friend once a week for 10 minutes at Help Club for Moms. Do it, do it, do it, do it. It will change your life. Well, anyway, I called my friend Linda and I was like, Linda, I'm dying. I'm drowning. I don't know what to do. I feel like the worst grandma in the world. My temper's, you know, flaring up and everything. And she goes, Deb, just remember that your work Taking care of those grandkids is super important to God. It's very lowly work. It's the work of a servant, but he honors it. And I want to talk to you guys about that today, that God really honors what you're doing with your family. He's honor, He honors it. It, makes, it. it matters to him greatly. Even if no one else on the face of the earth ever tells you that what you're doing matters, you need to know that God sees it. And who cares what the world thinks, right? We live for, for another world. We serve a God that doesn't do things the way the world does. Let him tell you. Let him love you. Ask God to show you how to tune into his voice. 
ask him to help you to, to tune into his love. Do you know there was a voice that was happening during that time with my grandkids here? And it was like, you're the worst grandma in the world. You're losing your temper. You're doing a bad job. But do you know what, guys? I realized really quickly, because I'm older now, that was the devil. That's the voice of the enemy. And you guys, the devil hates what you're doing in your home. The devil hates your marriage, hates your children, hates you. He does not want your kids to grow up in a Christian home. So he's going to take whatever he can do and just mess you up all time, all day long, right? But we don't live like that because the Bible says he who is in us is greater than he who is in the world. And so you have Jesus as a Christ follower. You have Jesus living inside of you and he will help you to live your life for for God. He will help you to overcome. He who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. And so don't listen to that condemning voice telling you you're a bad mom, or you're making all these mistakes, or your kids are messed up, or your kids are blah, 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 blah. You ask God to show you how to tune into his voice. And do you know what the voice of God sounds like? The voice of God sounds like this. You're doing great. Keep going. I love you. I'm helping you. Keep asking me for help. Keep coming to me. Keep on. Keep going. That's what the voice of God sounds like in my head. Ask God to to help you to tune in to the voice of God in your head. Okay. He's in your heart. It's inside of the deep part of you. That's where the Holy Spirit lives. He lives in your heart. He lives in your inner man and he talks to you. Don't listen to the enemy when the enemy tells you, oh, God doesn't talk to you. You don't hear God's voice. That's not true. You do. You have the capability to hear his voice. The Bible says, my sheep hear my voice. He is your shepherd and you are his sheep. And yes, you can hear God's voice. So right now, God, I pray for my friend that she would learn to tune in to your voice and not the voice of the accuser that she would learn, God, that she would know that you love her, that you are with her, that you are helping her, and that she has not made a mistake that you can't forgive. She's never too far away from you. There's always hope. Help her to hear your voice and to obey what you tell her to do and to walk with you in Jesus' name. Guys, there's always hope with Jesus. I was talking with my daughter and I said, you know what I love about you is that you always are so hopeful. And guys, Our world can seem really dark. Your life can seem dark. Your children, you might look at your kids and think, well, they're misbehaving all the time. They're going to be bad when they get older. No, guys, God is with you. There's always hope with God. Don't ever give your hope up. Don't lose your hope. Remember, we put our hope in the God of the universe. We put our hope in the God that made the heavens and the earth, the God that put gravity in place, right? If we didn't have gravity, we'd be floating around, but God created gravity. Like God created everything. He made it to where a nursing mom holds her baby right next to her breast and she can look at his his face and the baby can look at the mama's face. God is God and he will help you. There's always hope with him. But I just want to encourage you that with, let me read Isaiah 40 verse 11 to you. This always brought me comfort when my kids were growing up. He tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young Ladies, Jesus will gently lead you. He will help you. He cares about what you're doing in your home with your children. And I want to also read to you Titus 2, 3 through 5. And I love this scripture because 
There's very few places in the word of God that gives you specific instructions as a woman or as a mom, but it's really specific here. And no, it's not just for this time period in the Bible. It's for today, right? Maybe more women are working nowadays than did back then. A lot of women did work back then. They sold their goods. They they made things to sell. I mean, the Proverbs 31 woman, she was buying uh, fields. She was selling things. And guys, this word never changes. Your Bible is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, okay? God is never changes. The Bible never changes. So you can read your Bible and you can get specific help in your time of need or wisdom, right? But listen to this, Titus 2, starting in verse 3. Likewise, teach the older women, that's me, to be reverent in the way they live, not to be slanderers or addicted to much wine, but to teach what is good. This is my job, okay, as God. God calls me as a God follower, right? This is my job. He's calling me to do this. And it says right here, then they can train the younger women, this is you, to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home to be kind and to be subject to their own husbands so that no one will malign the word of God. And guys, it's so rich in there, but it talks about the fact that we're supposed to love our husbands and our children. We're supposed to be busy at home. And whether you work a full-time job or not, you're still busy at home. You're creating a home. Your home matters to God. You creating a Christ-centered home in the power of the Holy Spirit is a big deal to God. He wants you to be busy in your home. He wants you to be cultivating a Christ-like atmosphere with his help. Ask him for help. And then the other one that I really, really like is 1 Timothy 5, 9 through 10. And it's an interesting scripture because this is actually talks about the requirements uh, if a widow, like for widows to be supported by the church. Okay, so here's some requirements, but it goes for you too. Okay, so it says right here, 1 Timothy 5, uh, number uh, verse 9, no widow may be put on the list. That's the church list to receive money unless she is over 60, has been faithful to her husband, and is well known for her good deeds, such as bringing up children. Guys, God says that bringing up children is good deed. It's a good deed to him. And then it goes on to saying showing hospitality, washing the feet of saints. That's just taking care of people in your church, helping those in trouble and devoting yourself to all kinds of good deeds. And so you could read the rest of that list in verse 11 and through verse 14. I just think it's really good. And so I just want to tell you guys that the word says that what you're doing is important and the word says that God is going to help you. And so please don't lose hope. Put your blinders on. Pretend you're a horse running a race like the Kentucky Derby horses. They put blinders. I think they call them blinkers or blinders. They put them there so they don't look around so they can keep running their race. And you guys, you're running a race too, right? You are running your race. And the word says to keep your eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of your faith. You're supposed to keep running your race, not looking around, listening to what the world says, not listening to what Oprah says or anybody else. You are asking God for help every day in your home. You are doing the things that he tells you to do. That's how you run your race. And you'll be so glad you did. You want to be my age. I just turned 56. You want to be my age and you want to look back on your home and you want to think, I did my very best with God's help, and I'm really proud of what I did. And guys, everybody makes mistakes. I've made so many mistakes. No, you will never have a perfect home, but 
and God covers over your mistakes. And guys, if you sin, if you lose it with your kids, if you blow a gasket, I yelled at my granddaughter. I just lost it. I lost my temper. I mean, I didn't hit or anything, but I was just, I just, I was blown away and I was already being condemned by the enemy. Right. And I just repented and I said, God, forgive me. Help me, help me, Jesus. Help me to be patient. Help me be a good grandma. And you just move on. You move forward. You don't let that sin keep you. You you keep going. Our Christian life is always putting one foot in front of the other. You don't look back at your past mistakes. You look forward to Jesus. You put your blinders on and you keep going. Okay. All right, Jesus, I pray for my friend that you'll bless their group today. Bless their conversation. Uh, bless them if they're in a church group or in a home group, or if they're just watching this video to go deeper in their study, bless them, bless them, bless them. Help us all to remember something that we learned today for the rest of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, tell your friends about Help Club. Tell them to join you. We love you, love you, love you. And be sure to subscribe if you don't subscribe at helpclubformoms.com. And come join me on Facebook on Mondays at 9 a.m. Mountain Time for Mothering with Deb videos. And they're really, really good. And we have a community of women that join us there. And we pray for each other and it's really good. And you can watch the recorded one and you can also listen to it on the podcast. We have the Help Club for Moms podcast. And don't forget all of your devotions are also on the podcast, not the faithful ideas or the mom tips or the specials or the principles. Those are in our books, but we do put the devotions on the podcast. Okay. Thanks for watching. God bless you guys. Goodbye.